Garage fam, welcome back to another edition of the NASCAR race preview show presented by Hooters. It me, Garage Guy, uh, joined with Dale Tanhart in a pantry and a uh, special guest, Rocky. Yeah, you know, uh, happy birthday, Chase. I figured uh, since it's the big day, we'd have ourselves a party. Uh, I'm back here at home in the heart of America with Rocky. Mm. Uh, I got Chef Boyardee behind me. Uh, Check it out. Chef and Spirit. I talked to Chef and Spirit. Yeah, he uh, is like $40,000 richer after, what was that, Xfinity Montana? Or was that Vegas? Was that Uh, last weekend? Vegas Xfinity. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So he's Xfinity Xfinity Vegas. Feeling pretty fucking good. But um, something else that makes you feel good is Hooters. And as Dine and Dale, that is what they call me, I have a promo code for you to use to save you some money when you go to Hooters. Uh, if you dine at Hooters and have uh, $40 or more worth of food, tell your waitress about promo code Garage Guys and you will save $10 off that order of $40 or more. That's valid for food, non alcoholic beverages, and merchandise. So get to Hooters. Dine and Dale has you covered with promo code Garage Guys. $40 or more, just tell it to your waitress. Easy as that. You get $10 off. It's a really beautiful thing. Like I said, Hooters. Dying at Hooters makes you feel good. And in me, takeout guy. I uh, figure we would go from carry out chase or checkout chase to just takeout guy. Um, I'm now takeout guy. Um, you want to take a guy out? Can't take me out. I'm married. But you take me to Hooters and I'll be there. But right now, if you go to Hooters and you want to take your food home with you, you can order on the Hooters app or from Hooters2Go.com. Use promo code GARAGEGUYS, and you're going to save $10 off any order $30 or more when ordering from the Hooters app or from Hooters2Go.com. Sometimes you can't stay, and that's okay, but you can still enjoy Hooters. So that's our uh, – wow. He, yeah, wow. he doesn't he want enjoys me touching the Hooters car. Rocky enjoys okay. arm. I'm not going to touch a Hooters car anymore. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, he's, protect- no, he's protecting. He is the pantry yeah. protector. Yeah, um, he is protecting. Yeah, so he's for anybody – someone to protect the wings like Rocky protects the pantry. So and tries back, to, uh, you know, make love to quilts. There's some kibble. For some backstory, for a lot of the – most of the OG Garage fam know about Rocky. Um, and even if you're new, you've seen this face on my betting cards. He's like a 1,000 years old. He is a chihuahua who has food aggression that we rescued. And he will not sleep anywhere in the house except in this pantry that holds all the food, all the non-refrigerated food in the house. So he sleeps in here because he has to guard the dog food. Um, So that's the backstory on Rocky. And like I said, it's Chase's birthday, the big 30. Uh, Multiply that by five, and that's how old Rocky is. So um, we're having a party, and that's the backstory on Rocky. He's he's not used to me sitting in here, so he's getting real aggressive Mm -hmm. in a territorial way, and he's humping me persistently. I'm not used to him like seeing him without trying to like bite your neck off. He's basically a Hispanic wolf. Yeah. Um, so that's what Chihuahua is actually. So he's like an evolved form. He of is that. of Hispanic heritage. There's no question about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's very, very feisty. And uh, yeah, right now he's, I've been sitting with him for about 10 minutes. So he's, uh, he's not going to be attacking me anymore, but he will hey, be Rocky. trying to sexually, sexually mate with my left arm. And yeah, if I was there right now, we'll I would just stick my hand out, and then he would. Like, and he yeah. Would oh yeah, he'd kill you if you're not if you're not a native of the household. He'll fucking kill you. Yeah. So don't fuck with Rocky. That's uh, that, that's the thing. 
that is a winning bet. I, I know we had some losing bets at Vegas, but that I promise you, that is a guaranteed winner. So let's feel like that's a good segue. Let's get into some winners for yeah. Phoenix. The Ruoff Mortgage 500. 400? The Gatorade Duels 500? 500. Gatorade Duels 500. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, we're just going to take Gatorade and just run with it at every race. Gatorade yeah, just is even outside mortgage. of Daytona. We want Gatorade back. We need Gatorade back as a sponsor. No offense um, to Ruoff Mortgage or Ruoff. No, no, not at all. No, they only paid $8 billion to get the sponsor entitlement for the race so a lot of money yeah so what are you thinking so far what what, what are we looking at well man look uh, i'm excited for phoenix obviously uh getting out here into the desert i mean this is the championship track this is the track that everybody is just you know ready to smack down at i mean this is the track that we're going to see at the end of the season uh so i'm really expecting some of nascar's you know uh brightest and uh and and flyest drivers to do well here. Um, I've been seeing a lot of action on a bunch of different guys and there's, there's a lot of stuff going around right now before qualifying, but I mean, looking at it in this direction, like I'm kind of staying in the territory of, you know, some of these guys that don't have the the longest odds um, necessarily. So I'm kind of like kind of staying in like the top five, top 10 area of the favorites so far. Um, and, and I've got a couple of, you know, I got two outrights so far. I think you have four bets as well. I've got two outrights, a matchup, and I have a top 10. Um, are you, are you equally matching me with those same bets style? Yeah, bets? I got four, um, two are up on action. By the time you see this video, they'll all be up on action. Network. Um, a- excuse me, actually one of them, and I don't know why one of them was a featured matchup. And for some reason, action isn't allowing the DraftKings featured matchups yet. I don't know why that is, but uh, that's in what I'm going to talk about. And you can take this pick, you know, whenever you want. Just can't record it on action at the moment. So you'll see three of them on Action Network, hopefully four if they fix whatever problem they're having. Um, but, yeah, I'm with you on four. I got two outrights, one top five, and one featured matchup. And, hey, look, you're, you're talking about taking the picks. You know, you can take a pick, like a bet. But if you take a pick of Dale in the pantry right now, you have to get consent from Rocky before you can do anything. So if you take this picture right now, and you put it on Twitter for some reason, and you, you have to tag Dale, and then you have to say, can I have consent from Rocky? That's what you have to do. I'm trying um, if to you do that, sit in my lap, you little bitch. Yeah, because see, if you don't get consent, uh, your arm this. is going to get hammered, okay, hard. Uh, yeah, be prepared. He's packing some. Yeah, yeah. we'll bring he's him to your house. Him. We'll let him loose. Okay, he's ready to run. Um, but uh, back, back to the bets, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm stoked for Phoenix, man. We're going to see a lot of breaking this week. Um, you know, I've been uh, doing a little bit of work trying to compile some data. So hopefully in a couple of weeks, I'm gonna have some for the garage fam really special. Don't forget that garage guys, fancy as my child sings around the house sometimes um, that is back live. So we will have articles up this week for the Xfinity race and for the cup race bets and DFS. And we will be doing quick picks. It uh, looks like Rocky's doing a little quick pick right now. Uh, you know, he's trying to trying to get it on there, you know. You should just have a webcam in that room, man. You know, just like just watch him the show. yell at him. Like get like a baby monitor. He'll just like, like, what else does he do that to in that room, man? I mean, it's all your food. I got a bag of we got a new bag of dog food here. Um, by the way, we have a lot of dogs, so you might see a lot of cans of dog food. My family does a lot of rescue work, so uh, we have fosters in and out of this house. So whole That's why we have dog food stockpiles of dog food. All they eat is chef wordy. The whole household, yeah. you just eat I don't think Chef Wordy. That's it. 
yeah, Phoenix is going to be fun, man. Back to the desert. This is a very important race for everybody in Cup and Xfinity. Trucks are off, but Cup and Xfinity come here twice a year. And obviously the second race when they come back in November is the championship race. So very important to find out what they have early in the spring. And they could learn a lot about what they could have coming back for the championship race if they are in the championship four. So very important pivotal race. Typically, since they moved this race to the championship race, uh, winners and guys that have run up front in this spring race typically run up front in the cha- championship race as well. So it's very important. And I, I think one metric you could use to possibly predict who runs well is who do you think is going to win the championship? Your championship contenders will likely be running up front in the top five, leading a lot of laps, and will win this race. So champions keep champ. that in mind. All right, that's, that's the bottom line. That's why I said I'm kind of sticking to maybe not the longest odds. We're get, we're teetering around the thousand thousand area, but I may definitely have a long shot uh, after qualifying. But let's go ahead and get into the bets. I know there's one bet that I took today. I'm telling you with uh, you took this one the day before yesterday, I believe. So I, I figure it's only right for us to start off with the uh, the the big stat guy himself. Short track legend, the man that made us rich early in the season that no one on Action Network knows about because, unfortunately, we weren't there yet. Uh, if we were, we'd probably be sitting a little bit prettier than we are uh, currently, but that's okay because we still have time. It's Mr. Joseph Logano. Joey L., Joseph L., are just Joey. Um, right now over on DraftKings Sportsbook, I think I locked him in at plus 900. Actually, on FanDuel, I locked him in at plus 900. Uh, where did you end up getting his odd? You were a day before me. It's still 900. He hasn't really moved much. Um, I anticipate after practice qualifying, we could see that line come down a little bit if he practices and qualifies real well. Uh oh. No, 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 no. He got a hole in it. I didn't think he could do it. Rocky, does this mean you don't like Joey? Here, take this. Take this. Here, go grab. Watch it. He'll go. Here, grab you some. He'll go in there and he'll just. Just he won't it. sit there and just like not you know chomp at it. He'll just grab as much as he can because he knows I'm gonna close it. And it it's incredible. It All right, so it's kind, of, uh, it's kind of like Joey. You know, you just gotta take as much as you can before it closes down. He hasn't yeah. he hasn't really won much this he season. He took a big bite um, at the clash. At all except he for the clash. Yeah, he took a big bite at the clash. Um, and yes, I think I think we could expect that again at Phoenix. Uh, yeah, I got him at plus nine hundred. And just to to jump on his stats, he has three hundred twenty eight laps led here over like the fast past four or five races uh, with one win and three top three finishes. I mean, he's been absolutely phenomenal here. He duped out uh, with Kevin Harvick and beat him in 2020. Um, he always runs up front here and Penske as a whole has been good here. And when Brad Kay was here, he was really solid in, in the last couple of years. So uh, I think Joey Logano is a great pick. There's a lot of characteristics about Phoenix that resemble short tracks. And when I wrote about the clash, I wrote about how Joey Logano has been, one of the top three most efficient short track racers in the series over the past five to six years, I think with some similar characteristics at Phoenix uh, to some of these other short tracks, like flatter short tracks, uh, you could see Logano be really successful. He was fast in testing. He had top three speed in both testing sessions they had uh, in January with this aero package. So Logano has got to be a top play. Uh, as good as he's been, I would at least take him for a top three because since 2020, he's got three top three finishes at, at Phoenix. Um, and uh, like I said, 328 laps led and one win that came in 2020, and he could have had more. So 
uh, I think Lugano's got to be one of the top plays of the weekend. Be eating good, bagging good, and that's going to be the uh, the the guy that we're both going to be rooting for on Sunday for sure. But uh, going outside of what Dale and I both like, uh, getting more individual, um, I guess I'll go ahead and just say my. I've been I've been itching to talk about mine, so I picked this guy early in the week. Uh, I saw a couple of people kind of started falling um, around on him as well, so. I know right now we've got at least uh, over on Action Network we got at least two people riding um, on w- with this pick that I've made, but it's uh, it's Denny Hamlin for Joe Gibbs Racing. Uh, main reason that I bet on this guy is just because um, probably the wrong reason. The first one, uh, obviously, he's got great stats at this track. Um, you know, looking back in, into the past here, the last uh, three races, I mean, he's got top fives. And even though, like, he can't get the championship closed, like, I feel like that makes it even more of a, a want to have him to win because, like, I just think back to when he raced at Homestead. I left him out of pretty much every one of my DFS lineups back in 2020. Him and Ryan Blaney go on to just completely dominate that race. I feel like there's, like, that weird energy around Denny where he's, you know, you get him at a track that he knows he's got to, like, perform and win at, he'll go win it uh, on the race that's not the championship and then won't be able to close the door when it's time to do it at that same track. So I kind of have a little bit of that energy around it. And then just, too, he's had such bad luck. And he's one of these drivers where I feel like he's not going to have the same waiting period that he had last year. He's definitely a wheelman. He's had some issues getting used to this car. I feel like coming into this week, we're going to see a completely different Denny, uh, possibly dominant Denny, and I'm banking on him to be dominant. But the confidence level that I have in Denny is just through the roof, and he will be the only Joe Gibbs racing driver that I have anything to do with betting-wise this week, which may be a dumb thing based off of what the industry's on right now. But uh, that's just what I got to leave it at. So that's my gut boy of the week, Denny Hamlin. Uh, care to take it away for your uh, next pick, which is also, I believe, in the JGR camp. Yeah, and I mean, the biggest thing about us is we don't listen to the fucking industry. You know, that's mm-hmm. why we've been successful. So um, stay in the JGR camp. I think I think Gibbs is going to be good. Gibbs has won five out of the last nine races here at Phoenix. Uh, and I'm not going to rule Denny out. I'm just going to wait on other outrights, of, you know, until we see practice and qualifying. I think I'll have up to four outrights. Um Martin Truex Jr. Martin Truex Jr. was the best driver at Phoenix last year. Uh, he won the spring race, and I know he didn't win the championship race, but if it weren't for a late race caution that screwed him out of it, he probably would have won because he had the best long run car. Damn and close. one thing I like about Truex's camp uh, with his crew chief, uh, James Small, is that they excel on playoff tracks. And it's like they almost sandbag everywhere else. But when it comes to playoff tracks, we saw how good he was at Vegas last week. Arguably could have won that race if it stayed green. He was running Kyle Busch now, and they had a great battle going before Eric Jones had crashed. And then uh, Phoenix last year, I mean, he he was the best. You know, at the end of the day, it just didn't – it just the cars just didn't shake out. But uh, his stats here are tremendous. Uh, last year, like I said, he led the most laps. He led like 78 laps in this race and another 70 or 80 in the championship race. And he's got uh, one, two, three, four, four top six finishes in his last six races, five top tens. The exception was a wreck where he finished 32nd. Uh, If you go back to his last nine, we're looking at one, two, three, four, five, five top fives and one, two, 
three, four, four top three finishes. So he's absolutely killed it here, especially since he left the 78 furniture row car and went to the number 19. He's just been absolutely incredible at Phoenix. And he only has one win to show for it, but I have a good feeling about Truex. I grabbed him at plus 750. Um, I honestly could see that line moving in a favorable direction if you want to bet on Truex because they always kind of sandbag and qualifying. And then um, once the long run kicks in, their car kind of kicks in, and then they come to the front. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if you closed around 750 to 900 come race time. But I think Truex is going to be fast. I think Joe Gibbs as a whole is going to be fast. But um, I think Truex is going to lead the charge for the JGR fleet. Yeah, dude, anytime I see Truex, like even last week, I don't know what it is about him, but like he just reminds me of a fucking like evil shark. He just comes out of nowhere, and then you see him just, like, tailing the leader. And it's like, I've I've had that man in probably at least three races of my life, like, where, like, my guy is winning the race, and then all of a sudden it's just like, dunna, dunna. You see that fucking 19, dude, and you're just like, they're not going to make it. Like, he, they're going to just swallow his ass. That is a good way. I've lost multiple races because He's he a came fucking up stalker, dude. But it's and, – and then when I bet on him, it's the exact opposite. He'll dominate and then lose it in the last last few laps. One thing I hate about Truex, and hopefully he doesn't come down to it, Phoenix historically does not come down to late race restarts most of the time. Truex has just been not been very good at restarts. Just ha- it's just not a big restart guy. Last week's a perfect example. He finished eighth when he really should have run fourth or third. So um, long runs, a lot of long runs in Phoenix, not a lot of attrition. Could be different with a new car, but I doubt we see as much carnage as we saw at Vegas or Fontana or especially Daytona. So I think this could play out well for uh, for, for Martin Truex on Sunday. I'm excited to see what it really does shake out to. More braking involved always just makes me, especially right now with them trying to get everything set on these cars. Like I just I just feel like we're just going to be listening to Two Princes by the Spin Doctors a lot Love that on song. Sunday. Love yeah. that song. One, two, spin. So yeah. it's going to be fun okay. to see how it does does flow. But, yeah, with the closing out just with the Truex comments, man, he is just uh, – he's definitely the a, a closer, but he's like a, a scary, evil closer. So and, – uh, and he also probably is great at just jumping on a treadmill that's already moving because he's a long-run guy. You know, doesn't want to take time to get going, just wants to go all in. So shout out to him. Um Aside from that, I want to move in. I've got a top 10 bet that I want to talk about. Um, and this is a guy that I would have never in my life thought that I would be betting on as a top 10 ever again until 2022 come along. And for some ungodly reason, which I know the reason and the answer to that reason, but, uh, you know, he's doing really well. That's Eric Jones, uh, plus 190 for a top 10. He's still plus 200 on DraftKings. I just had some some money over on my Barstool Sportsbook account, so I just went ahead and just locked him up over there. I should have moved it, but I also wasn't aware at the time. So I tell you these things now so that you can do better than me. So go do that. The um, reason that I'm locking this up is just the speed has been there. We all know that he's a wheelman, and obviously you got to have very strong hands to drive these cars because these cars are not – for you know um five-year-olds uh if a five-year-old tried to drive this car the wheel would drive the five-year-old um so that's pretty much the best way to put it and 
Eric Jones has just been more than impressive in this car. I never thought that we see the 43 run this good at an intermediate. I mean, auto club. And even with the issues that he had at Vegas with the wreck, I mean, he still was just great. And he was flying coming down uh, towards the end. I mean, he was one of the fastest movers. So they've really got something figured out over there. And I mean, if it's, this car is really supposed to be all about driver talent, when you look at the, the records back just for Phoenix, even before we had this new car, um, you know, he, he wasn't that far off the mark from some of these other guys. I mean, I'm looking down here now and just to see him, I mean, he's down in like the twenties area, but he's, he's had, what was it? A, a top 10 finish here in Richard. Well, this was back with Joe Gibbs. He was running in the twenties with Richard Petty motorsport, but I mean, I feel like it's, it's simple to say that like with him having the really good equipment with Joe Gibbs and with the equipment being more equal now it probably would shake out, but just off of the statistics alone that we have just for this year, he's in the top 10 in a, multiple categories as far as speed goes, as far as, um, you know, running position, laps in the top 15, those types of things. So I, I definitely want to take the plus money on that, and I don't think it's a bad gamble whatsoever. Um, I'm putting .6 units on it. So I'm, I'm doing that basically because I'm having to do math with my unit counts. But, uh, I don't hate that. I don't hate yeah. that. As, as good as he's been this year on just overall speed, I know the tracks are totally different, but um, I think that's good value. It's I think about Darlington, too, though. Every time. I don't want to compare Phoenix to Darlington, but, like, for some Not reason in my brain, they just – they like, we, we talked about it ourselves. Like, Darlington's Darlington. Phoenix is Phoenix, you know. But it's just, like, for some reason in my brain, they just – they're there. It's just the different – uh, I guess the the turns are different in each corner, so that's just it's something the whole. To think the, about. Those tracks are almost complete opposites, but um, yeah, I just think that's a good play for the standpoint of his speed this year, and the books are going to keep undervaluing him. It seems so. Well, if you can grab him a plus two hundred or more, I think that's a decent bet for sure. So I'm going to roll into uh, one of my props. I'm going to go and do my last two because they're the same person. But Christopher Bell, I hate riding somebody for three weeks in a row, and this is what I'm doing with Bell. Uh, I rode him last week. He was good. If he hadn't spun it when he was going for second place, who knows what he could have done because he was lightning fast, mid-late portion of that race. And then at Fontana, he was pretty fast. I think he had a top-10 car and wrecked. So um, it's been a struggle to start the season, even though he did get a top-10 last week. Uh, but shorter, flatter tracks have been really good for Christopher Bell. Uh, last year, he had two top fives at Richmond. He ran second in New Hampshire. And at Phoenix, he had two top tens uh, in his first year with Joe Gibbs Racing. So with that being said, I think top five at plus 350 is an excellent play. I think it's a great play for an underdog win. Uh, he opened a plus 3,000 on some books. He's already down to plus 2,000. That tells you where the where the money's been put. So. I'm not on him for the win just yet. I think um, if he ha if he shows out and practice and qualifying, he won't move that much. I think he'll move into the teens, and I still think that's – I'm willing to wait and see on that. But for top five at plus 350, that's something that could move to potentially, if he's really fast in practice and qualifying, that could move more to uh, getting really close to even money. So I'm going to take that while it's there. And uh, I've already told you about the stats. I mean, the stats are there. And a guy who does not have the stats at Phoenix is Alex Bowman. Uh, with the exception of when he took over for Dale Earnhardt Jr. in 2016, when he 
led a bunch of laps and wrecked Matt Kenseth at the end, which happy birthday, Matt Kenseth, by the way, share a birthday with Matt. Found um, that out today. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, great, great. Uh, I want to say great minds think alike, but great, great spirits just mesh together. I actually don't like Matt Kenseth and I like you, so we can't say that, but, uh, but with the exception of that race where he dominated in Dale Jr.'s car when Dale Jr. was concussed, I think he finished third or fifth or something like that. Uh, he has no top tens in six or eight starts at Phoenix since 2018, which is remarkable considering how much success Alex Bowman has had. And it kind of tells you a little bit about his inconsistencies um, just since he's been in the 88 and the 48, since he's been paired up with Greg Ives, essentially. Um, I think there's some, I guess, a little bit of a high after he won at Vegas. The books are valuing him at the exact same price as Christopher Bell. It's a featured matchup that I, I have on DraftKings at minus 115 for Bell to beat Bowman. I just, the stats are there. I mean, there, there's no matchup where you can find better value on the board than Christopher Bell to beat Alex Bowman because everything is there. Bowman has really struggled at Phoenix while Christopher Bell has been good at Phoenix and Xfinity and has been great on flat tracks. So it's that's the hometown really curse for Alex Bowman. I mean, he's a Phoenix guy. He is. Yeah. A lot of guys, it takes them forever to do well at their home tracks before yeah. they actually bust through. So, yeah, it's not, it's not fair. I mean, look at Kurt Busch 2020. He finally won Vegas, you know, that's his hometown. Yeah. Kyle so Busch is like that. Kyle Busch has only won a Vegas twice, I think. Yeah. So, I mean, he hasn't had like tremendous success and he got cursed last week. So, uh, yeah, I mean, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Bowman has eight consecutive starts at Phoenix without a top 10. You got to take Christopher Bell there. I mean, it, it's, it's yeah. baffling to me that the line is, is, is what it is, which is they're the same exact odds against each other. So that's hammer time for me. It could, if, if Bell wrecks, then fuck it. I mean, whatever. I'm going to ride with what's most likely to ha to happen. Considering the statistics, Christopher Bell is, is so due for a good run. I feel you on that. So, I mean, that's not really a bad one at all. And I, uh, I don't know. I'm going to have to teeter with that. I have a matchup that's uh, kind of a lot different than that. Um, it's uh, still featuring a Toyota and a Chevrolet, though. And um, this one is uh, – I don't know why, but I'm, I'm low-key becoming a uh, – I never said I would be, like, a, a fan fan. But, like, I'm a, I'm a big fan of this guy this week. Kurt Busch over Austin Dillon at minus 103. I like this bet for a couple of reasons, and some stats may say otherwise. When you're looking at past stats between Kurt and Austin Dillon, uh, the only thing that's really different is, is one top or one or two top tens, and then one of them doesn't have any top tens, which is Austin Dillon. So they're pretty equal, honestly in my mind and, and just looking at the statistics that I've seen, even with the new data that I've looked at from just the past two weeks, Austin has been finishing like a little bit better, but they are still neck and neck. So this is one of those like power plays of mine where I'm like, this is truly an unknown, but like it can teeter totter either way. But at one Oh three, I want to take the veteran. I want to take the dog. And he's also got one of the, sexiest paint schemes in the field with the money line racing at the 45 they're releasing a pair of jays with them I and i'm that. doing everything i can to win them the jays to win those fucking sick and the car looks sick too i can't hate that bit sometimes sometimes you got to pick the better paint scheme and 
I mean, that's Look at Junior. Junior knows. Junior would appreciate that. Absolutely. I think I think he totally would. So I, I just I feel like with the, this pick with Toyota with us with me being really high on Gibbs, you're high on Gibbs. I feel like that that's got to translate somehow with these other Toyotas. I mean, I've been hearing a little bit of chatter about uh you know 23xi in general having a decent run here. So I think it's going to be a good week for Yodas. Um, I got to go with Kurt uh with Kurt over Austin Dillon on that one. And that's I like that. I I would do the same thing. I, I think Austin Dillon. I I know that on flatter tracks like Richmond, Martinsville, he's kind of struggled. I don't know. I couldn't tell you exactly what his stats are for Phoenix, but I don't think he's had a bunch of great runs here. He's had a good start to the season, though, with some speed. Two tracks that are totally different, though, than uh, Phoenix, obviously. And Kurt has had some success here, so I, I, I'd go with you on that one. I think Austin Dillon would be a favorite 100% due to the start of the season he's had. So I'll put it to you this way. In the past, in the past 10 races, he has only had one top 10. That's where he finished eighth back in 2018. There you Everything go. Everything else has been in the 20s, the 30s, and he has never surpassed 15th, I believe, uh, or 14th. So there we've seen Kurt have a little bit more action, and I just think that the car is going to be a little bit better this week. I I'm just, I'm here for it. I feel like Reddick will probably be the better out of the two this week. And I feel like, I mean, at some point, you know, someone's going to take a little back end marker. And I feel like at this track specifically, you know, I just see the veteran getting it done. I think Kurt has potential for a top 10. I mean, I'm not, I'm not there yet, but I'll see after qualifying. And if I do, I might just load up on it. I don't know what I'm going to do yet, but I want to see that, that paint scheme do well. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, no, but, it's definitely a sexy one. And speaking of sexy paint schemes, Sorry, Rocky. No, please don't attack me. I know you love you love it. Ooh. This is a uh, Chase Elliott throwback Hooters, and um, yeah, With Hooters, the sexiest uh, of all time. Yeah, the Retro Owl, very sexy, and we can't wait to see the Retro Owl at Gateway. It's the first race of the Retro Owl yes. comes back for Chase Elliott. So, hey. uh, for Hooters, Dine and Dale. Remember, Dine and Dale always has you covered. If you spend forty dollars or more, dine in at your Hooters, you can save ten dollars. By giving your waitress a promo code garage, guys, that is valid at HOA locations and valid on non-alcoholic beverages, food, and merch. Dine and Dale always has you covered. Save yourself $10 off any meal, $40 or more. And look at this race car, man. It's so nice. Yeah. And see, just imagine if you had that race car, you wouldn't want to go sit down inside of a restaurant. You would want to go. Okay. So take out guy. Promo code garage, guys. Hooters app. Hooters2go.com, $10. That's what you save off of any order, $30 or more. Um, and that valid is valid at participating locations for delivery and carryout orders only. That was my first time saying the disclaimer for the last time that I said it too. I know. So, I forgot the HOA. The HOA part is important. Valid mm-hmm. at, or redeemable at HOA locations. You got to remember That's that. For both orders. For both so, carryout and diner. So you before we get into our quick picks for DFS, I just want to want to say you you got a cool thing on, but I I am back in love with polos, dude. I got my Hooters Racing polo. I've been wearing uh been wearing these a, nice a lot. Uh, I get a lot of compliments. People ask me all the time, like oh, like literally, I got asked today, do you own Hooters? Like literally, a guy asked me that, and I was just like, yeah, no, I don't <laughs> own Hooters. I was like, but but we uh we work for Hooters I, Racing. That'd be funny Hooters if you Racing said. love. Yeah, 
and then they just looked at you like, and you're just like, no, yeah. Hooters has racing. No Hooters explanation. Races? I fucking own that place. Yeah, straight up. No, like I had a guy at a service station. He said Hooters races. He was like the girls race. I was like, no, yeah, but no. He was like, what? Like, and I'm like, you ever heard of Chase Elliott? And he's like, oh yeah, I've heard that guy's name before. And I'm like, yeah, well NASCAR's back. You should probably start watching it. And I left. And like I did say that. So that was truthful. But uh, you, you got go. you got some. Ger- is that some Jeremy Mayfield love? You're getting. Yeah, I meant to. I meant to tweet about this. It's just been so busy. It's been sitting in the drafts. But um, one thing I, f- I don't know if people. I think people that follow us closely know my favorite two drivers. Growing up, I'm gonna exclude Dale Earnhardt Sr. from this because he died and I was really young. Didn't get to see. I don't have like a really a really full memory of, of watching Dale Sr. race. I have a a. Vague members. Oh, we got a dog walking up. Uh oh. Was he a Gordon Shoker. fan? Um, what's that? Is Rocky a Gordon fan? He, he, I don't know what. I mean, he might be after that. Actually, our other dog Sugar walked up, and I think Sugar saw the Hooters car and wanted to wanted to come take a closer look. And Rocky was like, "Nah, get out of here, bitch." But mm. um, so I was a Jeff Gordon, Dale Earnhardt Jr. fan. Top two drivers by far. My third favorite driver growing up was Jeremy Mayfield. I feel like people don't know that about me. And it, it, it wasn't this car as much as the number 19, Everham. Loved that number 19. But That's this car was sick, dude. This car was sick. And this shirt, I just couldn't, I just couldn't, just couldn't turn it down. No, dude, So, yeah, dirty. I got some new, some new gear. So, I love the Pegasus, man. Huge Pegasus, yes. man. It, it looked nice on Amarola's car. Amarola hadn't been that bad this year, man. What is he, what is he now? Yeah, he's been executive re- top tens been really good really really yeah. good very surprised with that I, I wasn't high on him at all this year but like you i am high on the pegasus the og pegasus is a shit yep and it always will be yeah i uh you know you got to fly high i mean jeremy the, you know there's some comments that could be made that jeremy you know wanted to fly high like the pegasus as well um but he just had to say it you know i knew but, it was uh, coming as soon as, I don't, as, soon as I, you know we can't blame him he was great he, he was good man he was good at what he did and i've learned a lot about jeremy mayfield through you therefore i have myself now a jeremy mayfield shirt just because i was like you know my dad would never let me wear anything forward in the household so now that i'm you know a full-grown adult three for dale zero thirty um you know i can get my own stuff by the way someone bought the mobile one jacket that i wanted uh, and they that was like seventy five dollars on eBay, and they're now selling it for two fifty on like every other app. So, damn, R.I.P. Yep, R.I.P. Yeah, Dodge, Dodge, Jerry Mayfield, two thousand four. If you're not a traditional diehard fan, if you're kind of newer to the sport, or I guess got to do it in the teens. Look up two thousand four fall race at Richmond. One of the most clutch wins in the history of NASCAR. Jeremy Mayfield. It's you just gotta you just gotta look it up. It was fucking incredibly clutch. Loved it. Absolutely loved it, and that Child was Casey one of the Kane. big things. Yeah, Casey Kane. Casey Kane was so fast as a rookie in his first couple of years. It's a Case shame. Elliott I feel like Kane could have been way that more. Was him. Oh man, like three I, I don't actually Kane won earlier than Chase, but Kane had, as far as the popularity uh, ratings, like with the ladies, you know what I mean? Yeah, Kane was like the he was a looker. He definitely was a looker in two thousand four yeah. when he. My burst mom out of had the Casey scene. Kane like sleep pants, and they had these commercials where all the girls were drooling over him and shit. Like, yeah, you're not wrong about that. Drink a lot of Mountain Dew. Yeah, maybe so. He was he was too skinny to be drinking the Mountain Dew. The amount of Mountain Dew that he advertised that he was drinking every time they were he walked out of the hospital, like in a wreck, Mountain Dew right there. 
he was ready to go. And shout Absolutely. out to him. But yeah, so uh, that was a cool talk that we had. And uh, let's go ahead now and just do our DFS quick picks. And then we're going to get out of here and get ready for Phoenix. I'm gonna yeah, steal. it's really fucking hot in this pantry right now. And I got to get Rocky some water in a few minutes. So I took his water bowl out of here when we started. And now I turned my microphone off so no one had to hear me sneeze, but I sneeze. It's allergy oh, bless season, you. by the way. Bless you. And, and also I have this mustache now. You know, I, I took advice and uh, my mustache has returned. So Looks it's a lot just better. like my nose is Good just mojo. Like, what is this strength underneath me? That's how we bring Mojo back to the track. You That's know, it, baby. I, uh, I haven't really made any adjustments. I, I really don't feel like I can. I don't know. You don't really I need mean, to. I mean, you have the mullet. If you shave the mullet, we'd be fucked. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, I'd, I'd have to retire. Um, going to the Claiborne. I feel like I would, like, shave every part of, like, my face. Like, I'd have no mustache, no hair. I'd be bald. Like, I'd be lost. If you didn't have the mullet and I didn't have the stash, it's like, what was I doing this whole time? I was <laughs> yeah, being a homeless What the fuck bum. are we even doing here? Yeah. Yeah. It's All crazy. right, let's Let's talk some some DFS. Let's quick do picks. this. So we're we're two weeks into this now, doing this this whole thing where we're doing DFS quick picks. Uh, we did pretty decent last week with our with our uh, with our high high boys. Uh, you had I had Byron. Yeah. You had um, Reddick. So we did. Redick. Yeah, we did decent. We were in the top ten. It wasn't the best DFS plays by any means. Our dominators by any means. We thought that we would, but our 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 low boys. Uh, we had Hemrick and Custer, uh, Custer right? Bi- yeah, abysmal yeah. for Cole it was, Custer. It was right after he, us. yeah, I think that don't take probably not a good idea to take Cole two weeks in a row. I think there's too much uh, volatility in, in that number 41 car. Yeah, so too I'm gonna go a custard. different route. Yeah, a little bit too much so custard. I'm gonna give my two picks for my dominator pick. I'm gonna go with Joey Logano, $10,400 on DraftKings. For reasons I stated earlier, last four races, three top three finishes, uh, finishes, 328 laps led, and one win. The guy's been dominant at Phoenix since 2020, so I got to go with Joey Logano. And then for my value play, I guess the punt play, I'm going to go with Bubba Wallace. If you look at the statistics for his last four races, he's finished in the top 20 in three of those four races. And the one that he didn't, he was involved in a lap five crash last year. So maybe that crash doesn't happen. You get another top 15, top 20 finish. It's been pretty been pretty stout at Phoenix. So at $6,400, I think that's a good value play for a, a punt play, if you will. That's a big 10-4 for Logano. Uh, so shout out to 10-4. We do like 10-4s. Big old 10-4. Uh, I'll def- that's a big 10-4. I probably will definitely have some Logano I'll write up. Be sure that you check out the DFS articles that we're going to have over on GarageGuysFantasySports.com this weekend. But I do like that, and I love the bubble one as well at 6-4. Um he's uh he's interesting and like he's you're not the only person i've heard talk about that so i cannot wait to see how the qualifying works we'll check out some more stats and then we'll try to get him thrown into a couple of lineups and see what he does my two are going to be denny hamlin as the dominator i just like i said i'm not losing this vision like there was i literally told someone earlier today like if i wouldn't have wanted to make sure that i I pumped extra juju into the statistical backing with joey logano i may have just took hamlin and that would have been game i i'm that confident in hamlin this week so i'm just gonna let that ride out and again that's just due to the multiple top fives that this man has had consecutively uh except for that one time in 2020 where he finished 20th after starting uh third it was just a bad time so no more bad times, the slide times, the spin times. All that's worked out. Toyotas are on the up and up. This man's about to shock some people. I uh, feel like Hamlin at 
is going to be good. So 10.1 and a 10.4, that's two awesome, really good plays right there for you for DFS. And then my punt play of the week is definitely based more on value. At 4,900 on DraftKings, I'm looking at Mr. Todd Gillen. Becoming a more and more of a Todd Gillen fan these days. I had him last week in some lineups. He did really well, um, you know, just for what he was. I mean, it could have been better. But uh, there was just – if you didn't have Chastain, man, you were out. And that was kind of the boat that I found myself in last week. But Todd G here, man, I mean, it's just – he seems like he's one of those guys that's good tapping the brakes. It seems like they got a little bit of speed there. He seems like he might be the wheelman at Front Row Motorsports, um, aside from Michael McDowell, um, who just likes to, you know, life is a highway, run the loves truck, you know, but it's actually a car. But it's not. Um, We'll never win another race again. Probably not ever in his life. Yeah, I think Todd was good at Phoenix and trucks. It's Todd is tough because he he doesn't have a lot of experience uh, outside of trucks. So I don't know. He I think he's been a big DFS play the last couple of weeks. But yeah, I, I'm high on Denny is where Hamlin. it's at, man. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm high on Denny Hamlin. I think Denny he, he's sitting thirtieth in points. I mean, he is poised for a a strong run soon and why i think wait? it happen this weekend you know what i mean like why yeah. wait like what like what 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 do you have coming up we have atlanta we have phoenix like atlanta is going to be another toss-up probably um it's going to be like daytona in my opinion uh yeah i'm not looking not. forward to that but we'll, we'll see. see uh coda i mean that's that's cindric or elliot's playground probably maybe reddick my, I'm, I might be making picks for Coda right now on the. Or Larson, don't don't rule out Larson. He he, Larson yeah, was hit. really good at the road courses last year. Or but. Joey, maybe we should just pick who we had last year and we'll do right. Except we didn't pick Chase. That was terrible. We didn't want to do minus one thousand though. Yeah, um, the rain <laughs> ruined it. The rain but, uh, yeah, ruined it. that's gonna be my two this week. So Denny Hamlin, Ty Gillen, Ty Gillen's forty nine hundred. Denny Hamlin's ten one. Logano ten four. And then you also have Bubba Wallace at six four. So, yeah, we'll add those up, go. do some chase math, and we'll figure out the uh, the average. I think that could be a good lineup, but tune into practice and qualifying to kind of see how that how that could uh, how that could change. I guess from a value perspective, for sure. That's right. But this has been a great been show. Uh, it's been good to see you, Rocky. All right, put the headphone in his ear. Let me talk to him. I'm gonna say something. Hey, Rocky. Chase wants to talk to you. Rocky. Rocky. He's not having it. I feel like he's about to bite me. No. Rocky. 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 What's in the box? That counts. Actually, I don't want to put that back in my ear. That's okay. He just wants to ignore me all the time. That's okay, though. He's like one of the only people that ignore me, and I'll just let him walk all over me. That's all right. Yeah. We love him. That's what he he does. That's it. It's his story, and we're sticking to it. And this has been our story, and we're sticking to it. Don't forget to check out everything else, garageguysfancysports.com. Follow me at garageguychase. Follow Dale at Dale Tanhart. And uh, we appreciate everybody watching this. It's been a great birthday. Shout out to Matt Kenseth and Metallica. And uh, shout out to Rocky, our special guest of the show. Um, Enjoy the Chef Boyardee cans. So long. It's the garage guys. 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 It's the garage guys.